Better and Longer with The Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality, Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. Hi team, I'm Fitz Kohler, your fitness expert and very noisy race announcer from fitness.com, and welcome to The Fitness Show. Tonight, we are going to talk about one of my dreams come true, because for my entire career, all I've worked towards is helping people live better and longer, and the reality is, is no matter how much I want that for everybody, and no matter how much I try to help, um, people really have to help themselves have to decide this is the way their life is going to go and uh, do the work. And so my guest has done the work and I am flipping ecstatic. She's a great gal and she has lost over 120 pounds. We call that losing a fits. That's insanity. And um, yeah, I'm excited to get her on the show. So Without further ado, from Michigan, Miss Janelle Cooper. Hi, everybody. I am so proud of you, Janelle. I am too. I'm I'm proud of myself, and I'm so happy to have you in my corner. Um, it's been it's been an adventure for sure, but a learning curve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a learning curve indeed. So before we go further, I'm just gonna I'm gonna poke the I'm gonna poke. Look, I'm not gonna poke anything. I'm gonna turn on just a little shot. You posted these photos recently to show your weight loss. And we've got that photo on the left from April 26, 2020, just over two years ago um, and 21. So these are all a year apart and what a night and day difference. It's incredible. That first picture was so terrible when it popped up on Facebook. I was at a birthday party and I didn't know that that picture was taken um because it was a social distancing birthday party and it showed up on facebook and i was like oh my gosh is that what i really look like it was it was kind of terrifying <laughs> so you didn't realize you had gained that much weight no i did not realize that i was that large like when i looked at myself in the mirror i never saw myself like that photo portrayed me never and had you been at that weight for a while? Um, I would say yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, I've, I've my weight has fluctuated my entire life. I've, but I've always been heavy. I've always been the largest person at an event. You know, like I've always been the biggest person there. Um, okay. That's that's, or at least that's how I've always felt. Um, but that picture was, I, I was embarrassed. It was, it was terrible. <laughs> so that's interesting. I hear a lot of people say it was one picture just made them turn the corner and say, okay, enough's enough. Well, and that wasn't even really it because that was taken in April and I didn't actually start counting my calories or and I didn't decide I wanted to do something about it until uh, November. Okay. Okay. So this is interesting. So you, how long have we known each other? How long have you been a part of my hottie body fitness challenge on Facebook? I think, um, I think we've been 
together since 2017. At least. I think I think that might be even sooner, earlier. I, I honestly, I, I don't remember. I was, I, I could look back and see because I have like all my albums of my running because that's when I was running. And yeah. I remember meeting you. And the first time I met you, I believe was at the Detroit Goddess. And I think yeah. that was in 2017. Okay. But I, but so I joined at some point, I joined before that because I met you in the fall, but I had trained and was running before that. So it's interesting because you came with a group of hotties and a, and a large group of men and women who were trying to lose weight, who were using the exact formula for weight loss and people that were saying fits, I'm using the exact formula and I've lost four pounds or 12 pounds or I'm not losing whatever it is. Um, but you never brought it up. You never said I'm using the formula or I want to lose a pound. And I, my stance is it's not my job to, um, Put that on somebody you know i i wait until someone comes to me and so back then when you learned the formula and you saw these other people how come you just were like nah, not yet i i just don't think that i was truly ready um and i wasn't quite as large back then as i was um you know two years ago i i think like the group that invited me into like the or introduced me to the the hotties like they were such wonderful people and I was just looking for some good solid friends and I enjoyed their company and I enjoyed being with them. And there was a small group of us here from Michigan that would get together. And even though in, during that time, Tim Powell was the one who was losing the weight. Yeah. So we were watching it just come off of him and he was working so hard. And even though I saw that, I never applied it to myself. Even though I was friends with him, he lived here. I saw him in person. I saw the transformation happening before my eyes, but I just, I don't think I was mentally ready to commit to anything at that point. Well, that's, uh, you know, that's a clear answer. So Tim has lost 200 pounds already. Tim has, I mean, night and day, he was morbidly obese, over 400 pounds. And now he's not only down 200 pounds, he's run every distance race up to a marathon and he's a fitness trainer at a gym. So uh, what a great role model, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so you're that role model now because losing over 100 pounds, that's, that's a staggering amount of weight. I've helped people lose all sorts of different, you know, amounts of weight but when someone hits that 100 mark even i sit back and i think Whoa, holy cow that's mind-boggling it, it is crazy and like when i was in like the beginning stages and i was at like 50 you know my best friend has a five-year-old and she was like you lost my five-year-old like look at like look at him like look at it in perspective of that and then that was really eye-opening to me too, like actually being able to see another human that I've lost. Yeah. And so, you know, and it just kept growing. And then it was like, I lost a second grader and now I've lost a Fitz. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so, so Melissa, uh, I just called you Melissa. Janelle, let's go back to, uh, you said you were always the largest girl. What was your life like? Um, when you were a hundred plus pounds heavier, what, how did you feel? How did, how did you feel physically? How did you feel mentally? How did it affect 
your work, your social situations, everything? Um, social situations were really tough, especially like going to somebody's house in the summertime is the worst because patio furniture is terrifying. You okay. never know if you're going to sit on a chair and it's going to fall out from under you and it's going to mm -hmm. break. So like chairs have always been a really big deal for me, like knowing the weight limit on chairs and, you know, and I always like I was so heavy that I sweat so bad. And so like I dressed in layers to try to hide it. So it and wearing like spanks or girdles to try to suck everything in when you were going somewhere fancy, that stuff's not comfortable, mm -hmm. you know, and now you're now you're squeezing yourself into these, you know, spanks. So it doesn't look like you have as many rolls as you do. Yeah. You know, it was it was definitely hard. Um, I felt like seeing it now, I felt like people never saw me, you know, like people didn't hold doors for me. People wouldn't look up and say hi, mm -hmm. um, which they do now, you know, like someone will hold a door or like when I'm walking now, people are like, hi. And so I feel like, I feel like, like people don't acknowledge you when you're, you know, grossly obese. Like I, I, I felt not heard and not seen and it, it was definitely hard and I was always picked on. Um, I was bullied and picked on so much through my adolescent years. Um, it was, it was, I had a difficult, I had a difficult road when I was younger for sure. I'm really sorry. That's uh, that hurts. That hurts my heart to feel that, um, to hear that. I'm really sorry. So was your family overweight? What, what do you think was the catalyst for your weight problems? So, um, when you look at like both my mom's side and my dad's side of the family, and then my, my immediate family, um, my dad and I were the only ones that were heavy. Um, my dad, he really like, he really got large, um, like after he, uh, retired and wasn't working as much. And my mom is kind of heavy. Um, but my sister was always like a thin as a rail. Like she, she ran track, she did cross country, like she was so active. And so she was always the thin blonde one. And I was always the chubby brown, brown haired person, you know, like we look complete opposites. We didn't look like we were related. Um, my dad had some, some health issues, um, later. And so he actually has dropped a bunch of weight and wow. he looks fabulous. Um, so, but basically it was just me and my dad, um, in our family that were, um, obese. And then I had one cousin that was kind that was heavy and that was it. The rest, everybody else is physically fit. They're hikers, they're active, they're divers. Like everyone is very active, um, on both sides of, uh, my parents' families. And then, so when you were a kid and you were overweight, did you ever try to lose weight? Did anyone ever try to help you to lose weight? Um, my mom was always my biggest supporter. So um, when I was uh, younger, I did go to a nutritionist, but it was so hard to relate to her because she was maybe like a hundred pounds soaking wet. And okay. so like, I did see a nutritionist. Um, I actually, um, also visited a nutritionist and uh, attended uh, like a, a surgical weight loss support group. Um, I did that for over a year. 
um, where you learn nutrition and the proper things to eat. And um, they work on your mental health too, because it's underlying is usually yeah. some sort of med, um, mental health issue that you have on why you're overeating and making the choices that you have. So I did, and my weight went up and down um, just over the years. Yeah, it's one of the things I always try to get to is, you know, I know quite a few overweight children and I keep my mouth shut because it's none of my business. And if their parents know what I do and they're more than welcome to come and talk to me if they ever have any questions. But I know kids really suffer through it. It's hard enough to be an overweight adult, but to be a child dealing with weight issues is really punishing. Um, Do you have any advice? What do you think might have helped you? when you were a kid, if there's a parent watching and they have a child with weight issues, what would you suggest? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is the support. Like I, I think trying, I mean, my mom definitely tried to help me, but like I, you, the child has to be ready. They have to be willing to accept it. Otherwise, you know, it's, it's not, it's not going to happen. So I think basically exhibiting like from a parent's perspective, like, you know, I ate what we got served for dinner. And so making healthier choices, um, I think probably could have helped me. Um, So that I think that was a big deal. Um, You know, you cleared your plate, and you ate what your parents made you. And I I, I do think that that was a a big issue for me was uh, just the amount of food I was eating and what we were eating for dinner. Yeah, it's interesting how many parents are like, they're kids, they can eat anything. I'm just going to make whatever. They can have mac and cheese and chicken nuggets all night. And I think, no, their little bodies really require some good stuff. They're growing and uh, there will be consequences to the unhealthy food eventually. Uh, So it does matter. So you get to be an adult. Now, we talked about some of the social burdens you bared because of your weight. What about the way you feel? Did, Did you feel good or were you in pain? Were you limited at all? Um, I definitely have had uh, knee pain. Um, I had to go to physical therapy. I had x-rays taken. I had to wear a brace. Um, there were some, there was like a point in my life where I couldn't even like bend over to tie my shoe. Like someone would have to help me tie my shoe because my knee hurt so bad um, that I couldn't even like bend over. Um, and then I just, I was tired. You know, it's a lot of work to carry all that weight around. Yeah. And so just being tired and not being able to like keep up with your friends, you know, I didn't, you know, my friends all want to go kayaking and I couldn't go, you know, like I, 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 I physically don't think that I would have been able to like kayak and like not be so physically exhausted that I could stand up when I was done, you know, like I, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's probably, you know, I missed out on some things because of physically not being able to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we go to November of 2020. You've seen this picture of you at the party. Mm -hmm. You do not like what uh, switch gets flipped in your head where you decide Um, to start losing weight. And then what did you choose? So um, actually in October of that year, I participated in something called Sober October that we were having at work. And so the idea, you know, was not to drink in October. And so I didn't drink um, because I had, I, I was drinking quite a bit, uh, socializing and things, and I'd lost five pounds. So I was like, all right, like if I can do this, then November one, let's jump on this wagon where I'm going to start eating better and I'm going to use my fitness pal and I'm going to put in 
all of my calories, everything that goes in my mouth is going to go into my fitness pal. And um, I have a friend in a group uh, who invited me to do um, something on Facebook. It was just like a little Facebook group. And she called it Hold It for the Holidays. And it basically, it was like an accountability Facebook group that you paid into. And then if you didn't gain any weight during the holidays, then everyone who didn't gain weight would distribute that payment. And so if you gained weight, you lost your money. And if you didn't gain weight, then you either got your money back plus some. Um, so I decided to do that. And that was going to run from November until January 2nd of 2021. And, and, and you were putting in your calories. Were you using the formula? Yes. Yep, I had rewatched um, and re-listened to your podcast about the uh, of the exact formula, and so I knew how many calories I needed to eat in a day to lose how much I wanted to lose because I wasn't just gonna maintain my weight. I wanted to lose weight through the holidays, which is a hard time. So I was like, I'm gonna do this. I have these accountabilities because I had to send pictures into the group um, administrator, and so I was like, I have this accountability. Let's do this. And so you lost five pounds in October. Do you remember how much you lost in November and December? Um, I I made a little list here. <laughs> um, it, in that program, so until January 2nd, I lost 16.5 pounds. Magical. Magical. And, and how come you didn't stop there and uh, regress like so many people do? Well, I feel like, you know, it was wintertime. I was walking. I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like killing myself. So I was like, if I can lose 16 pounds and I made money, by the way, if I can lose 16 wow. pounds, then you know what? Let's do a new year's resolution. I want to lose a total of 50 pounds by my birthday month, which was April. And I was like, I can do this. So you beat um, it, didn't you? You, you, you came in sooner than your birthday, right? Um, in April, I lost a total of, uh, I was up to 50.6 pounds. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, go and so on. then, so I was like, all right, all right. If I can lose 50 pounds in April, then let's set a goal of 120 pounds. And so my goal, um, I didn't give myself a timeline on it. I just said, let's, I want to do this. I want to lose 120 pounds. And so um, April 2021, I said, let's kick this into gear. And um, uh, I basically, I don't have a gym membership. I basically was walking on my lunch every day at work. I was doing between like one and two miles. Um, and I was just counting my calories. That's it. Love it. Yeah, you know, you're such a great role model because so many people think, well, I can't lose weight because I don't have an hour to spend at the gym every day. So tell those people the truth about losing weight, Janelle. I literally walk on my lunch. I have an hour lunch and I usually will eat something. So that takes away from a little bit of the time. And then I just put my walking shoes on and I take a stroll through the park. I go, uh, I work in a downtown area. So I just, follow the sidewalk. And then I started, I was like, okay, if I can do this, there's this giant hill. And I was like, I'm going to do this hill. I'm going to start walking up this hill. 
And so I started walking up the hill and I was so out of shape at that point, even though I had already lost, you know, 50, 60 pounds at that point, I was so out of shape that like, I had to stop like halfway up. I was like panting. People are passing me. At one point I tried to like walk backwards. Now I kill that hill. I kill that hill all the time and I'm not out of breath. I maintain my steps. It's amazing. I'm so proud of myself because that hill is a killer. <laughs> you know what? I love that you I love that you said that because I was gonna say, and how do you feel about yourself? You're so I, proud. I, I'm so proud. And now I'll like lap time myself to see how fast I can get up the hill. <laughs> Fantastic. So um when you hit 100 pounds, what did that mean to you? Um, it was, it felt crazy. Um, I actually hit a hundred pounds in January of 2022. Um, and so I was like, I can't believe that I've, you know, that I've been doing this now for over a year and I lost a hundred pounds like that. That to me was crazy. Um, you know, again, through the holidays was really hard because you know, that's what you do. You get together with your family and you eat. So everything that went in my mouth went in my fitness pal, because I was like, I got to keep track of any, everything. And anything I don't put in there, I'm cheating myself. So I got to put everything in there and keep keep counts on it. So um, I felt amazing at 100 pounds. It it was really great. And now at 120, what? No, tell me, tell us exactly how much you've lost. I have lost 122.6 pounds. Outstanding, <laughs> outstanding. And then where do you go from here? So I set my next goal. I don't do timelines on them um, because for me, it's about it's about losing the weight and just staying focused on, you know, uh, my calories and being active. So I don't have like a time timeline, but I did set my next goal for 150. But I really think that my ultimate goal, I'm coming for you, Tim Powell, is going to be 200 pounds. I love that. <laughs> I love, and I love how you called him out too. <laughs> Tim Powell. He's a but, fantastic role model. Yeah, he is. He certainly is. Um, and so are you. So are you. So tell everybody how the formula works for you because I spent all this time telling people about the formula, but you're living it and it's working for you. I mean, it's it's so self-explanatory. And I actually just went over this with some girls at work because they were undercutting themselves so much by the calories. So they were like starving themselves and they're like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I was like, well, like how much do you want to weigh? And like, you know, like, where are you at? And so for me, um, whenever I plateau, I just have to drop my calories a little bit because that's how I've figured it to work for me. So I set my goal originally And then if I hit a plateau or if I feel like I'm, you know, under my calories a little bit, then I just drop them some more. But, you know, I, people, people think it's a diet and they're like, well, can you eat that? Like, that's my biggest pet peeve is when people are like, oh, well, you can't have that. Well, yes, I can have it. But if I have it, then, you know, I can't eat a big meal later. So for me, it's all figuring out the calories and like, I can still go to your backyard barbecue and have a burger. Like it's not, it's not, not I don't, I don't die. I don't deny myself anything. You know, if I do want to have a piece of chocolate, then I do, but I got to figure the calories and the fat and all that stuff into my, into my day. Absolutely. you manage it. So um, for those who don't know what the formula is, it's you choose your goal weight, you put a zero on the end and that's your caloric budget. So if you want to weigh 175 pounds, you, 
your maximum amount of calories consumed each day would be 1,750. And uh, you just work off that and eventually your body will get down to that weight. Now, I'm I'm guessing you didn't set your original caloric budget to uh, 120 pounds less. You've dropped that those calories incrementally along the way, correct? That is correct. Like when I started, um, I was 345 pounds and mm-hmm. I set my fitness pal at 3000 calories to start. And, um, I, I felt like that was too much. And so as the weight was coming off, then I just kept dropping it. And so I would drop it like to 2,700 and I went to 25 and 22. So like, I've just dropped it along the way. Um, and I usually do that if I've plateaued or if I'm feeling like I'm getting close to that number, then I'll drop it more. You know, it's interesting. Uh, 3,000 calories is a heck of a lot of food. It's so much food. It's a lot of food, especially if you're starting to be conscious of health. If you're making wise choices, if you're saying, okay, I'm going to choose a salad over a whatever, uh, 3,000 is a lot of food. And so um, you don't have to be 1,200 calories a day. You, know, you can lose weight on 2,000 calories a day if you weigh more than that. So I think it's very, very reasonable. Now, Janelle, you've lost 120 pounds. Besides people saying hi to you and opening the doors, how has your life changed for the better? Um, you know, I, I just feel better. Um, I'm, I'm sleeping better. I overall feel better. Um, in that whole process, I'd gotten a new job, um, which I also think helped. Um, but like my overall mental health has increased so much. And like, I just, I feel happy and I'm excited and I have energy and, um, I just, I feel good. You're a, you're a very different person than the one I've seen over the past years. Your confidence is incredible. And yeah, I like that you say, I feel happy. I feel proud. That goes a long way, doesn't it? It does. It absolutely does. And, you know, I have really great people in my corner who are uplifting and say like positive things to me. And, you know, that keeps you going. So, you know, like that, that just, you know, all that work, you know, and someone says to you, wow, like you look really great today. Like, I can't believe how fantastic you look. Not only do I feel good, but like it makes, I guess it makes me feel like everything that I've done has been worth every penny, you know, like it's, it's just so exciting. Absolutely. And then how does your knee feel? Oh, I have not had any problems with my knee at all. That's incredible. That's incredible, right? You take 120 pound, 120 pound backpack off of your body and all of a sudden your knee feels better, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like night and day. Like I have zero problems. I, in fact, I forget that I even had knee problems in the beginning. (laughs) Magic. Now uh, we have a lot of friends who we call lurkers, the ones who visit, they, they come into the hottie body fitness challenge, our Facebook group or, or fitness, and they've heard of the formula and they want to lose weight, but they're just sitting back lurking. What is your advice for those people who just haven't committed fully yet? I mean, you got to do it. Like what's stopping you, you know, like look at the benefits and like, I feel great. 
And I can't imagine like where I'd be at without deciding that I needed to take my life back. Like what's preventing you from taking charge and, and doing what you know you need to do. You just haven't committed to yet. Like you got to do it, get to work. Get to work. <laughs> I love that. Janelle, uh, you're, you're the poster child. You're you, Timothy, Michael Jones. We've got quite a few poster children, but you are a shining example of someone who really just uh, took fitness seriously and makes the formula look easy and you're living your best life because you take care of yourself. Make me so happy. Well, and you know, I really, I really do have to say thank you so much to Carol DeYoung. Carol DeYoung is the one who invited me into this group. She has been 100% behind me the entire time. And, you know, we, we were friends uh, long ago and we remain friends and she checks in on me. And so, um, you know, like I always wanted to be with her. Like we, she got me into running and I was running races. Like I never thought I was going to run races, you know, like all of that was thanks to her and her motivation and her positive attitude. And I just wanted to be around that. So I definitely have to say thank you to her and her group of friends that embraced me and knew that I had it in me and had the patience to wait for me to figure that out myself. Yeah, she is a fabulous girl and she is very intense about the things she carries cares about. How lucky for you to be one of those things <laughs> she intensely cares about. I do love her so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. She's wonderful. Um, so is it true that you're gonna come see me at Detroit Free Press? I am. I am all signed up for that, ready to go. You're gonna do the 5K? I am. I, um, when COVID happened, I stopped running. Um, and so I am just starting to do like the run walk intervals right now. Mm -hmm. And I've never run anything more than a 5k. So eventually that is a goal, but, um, mm -hmm. it's definitely more of a long-term goal than a short term. And I feel like that race is short term. <laughs> hey, you know what? I love a 5k distance. It's, it's uh, like the perfect distance. There's there's minimal suffering involved at all. It's just a fun time. You walk, you run. It doesn't matter. Walking's been working great for you. So oh, walk the whole way, Janelle. Do whatever feels good for you. You're clearly doing things right. Just wait for me so I can come down and hunt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you. I haven't seen you in so long. So I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for a Fitz hug at, at the end of that race for sure. It is coming. It is coming. Well, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on my show. You said you were nervous. Was it that bad? Um, no, it's not bad. I'm still a little nervous. Oh, <laughs> what I wanted to ask you is how is shopping? Oh, it's amazing. Um, in fact, the room I'm sitting in is, uh, it's a spare bedroom in my house that I've turned into a closet. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's insane. Like, I can just like walk into a store and buy something now. And I don't have to go to just a big girl store and wear, you know, grandma looking clothes anymore. Um, I can actually wear like feminine fitting clothes. Um, so I definitely spend a little bit too much <laughs> on new wardrobe. Um, but um, I love my new closet. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. That's actually, I mean, is it trivial maybe, but what a wonderful reward. 
It is. It truly is. Like, it's so great to just be able to walk into any store. I mean, I'm, I am almost at the point that I think I can go to any store and just buy, you know, anything off of the shelf. Like, um, so that, that's a big deal. Cause when in that picture in April, I was very limited in, uh, 2020, um, I was very limited to the stores I was able to, you know, buy from, you know, there's really only two stores in town that would carry clothes that large. And so I was kind of at the mercy of what they had in right. stock or on their clearance rack or whatever it was. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So you're running races, you're happy at work, you've got this great wardrobe. Life is good. No knee pain. No knee pain. Life is good. And I used to fall a lot. I used to sprain my ankle a lot. Like I just would randomly fall and sprain my ankle. Oh. And um, I haven't done that in a long time. I did fall the other day, but I didn't sprain my ankle. Okay. And uh, my Garmin works because the fall protection came on and asked me if I needed help. So uh, mm. at least I know that that works now. But um, yeah, like I used to roll my ankle probably every three months or so. And mm. I have not rolled my ankle in like almost two years. You know what? This is um, this is a really practical show for somebody who needs to lose a lot of weight to to watch. You're a really shining example of of the little things that life will improve upon if you if you start taking care of yourself. Right? Use the watch. What Absolutely. You put in your mouth. Get some exercise. I would like you to start strength training and stretching and balance <laughs> training, Janelle. You're not going to get off the hook that with that stuff but yeah my my accountability partner definitely is always asking me she uh she's like have you started strength training what are you doing strength training what's going on with you what's happening and uh, i am dragging my feet a little bit on that <laughs> all right well get on it get on it all right beautiful girl well thank you for joining me and uh and and share this with your friends you're again shining example of what's possible. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Fitz. All right, Janelle. So um, 122 pounds. We'll have you back when you hit 200 so everyone can see what that looks like. And for the rest of y'all out there, get to work. Bye, team. You got to dance out, Janelle. This is how we oh, do this. How we Hi, this is Rudy Novotny, the voice of America's marathons. We all love how much running has benefited every aspect of our lives, so much so that most of us only wish we'd started sooner. Wouldn't it be wonderful to give the opportunity to children of today? Well, you can. The Morning Mile is a before-school walking and running program that gives children the chance to start each day in an active way while enjoying fun, music, and friends. That's every child, every day. It's also supported by a wonderful system of rewards, which keeps students highly motivated and frequently congratulated. Created by our favorite fitness expert, Fitz Kohler, morning milers across the country have run over 2 million miles and are having greater success with academics, behavior, and sports because of it. The morning mile is free to the child, free to the school, and is inexpensively funded by businesses or generous individuals. Help more kids get moving in the morning by visiting morningmile.com. Champion the program at your favorite school or find out more about sponsorship opportunities. That's morningmile.com. Long may you run.